and welcome to the Irish Writers Podcast. We're three aspiring writers trying to find our way through words to some sort of money, money. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm Maura and uh, mostly writing screenplays and I'm here with Kate and I'm writing fantasy fiction and science fiction. And Cathy and I'm writing a rom-com. Okay, so Cathy's so proud that she I'm finally so has proud. a genre. I have an actual genre. <laughs> Yay! Hi, genre. <laughs> so, so um, we last week we talked about our, our update and we covered what we had been doing over over our hiatus break. Um, apart from the video that I put on our Facebook page, which was uh, um, three people who like us running around playing in the rain over Christmas. <laughs> um, uh, so I really want to, you know, frighten you because I went back and I looked at our goals for 2015. <laughs> so at the start of 2015, when this wasn't a podcast, but it was a writer's group, we set a yearly, we set yearly goals. And we also set monthly goals as well. God, really? We were, so, yeah. we were, we were project <laughs> managing this. Um, we didn't check in on them at all. So I wanted to sort of um, bring up your... Uh, your goals. See if you remember them. Yes. See if you met them. So, 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 I'm like, she's reading it now. Kate, Kate, what, what did you think here? Do you remember what your goal 2015 was? <laughs> here, let me, okay. Um, I think edit. Okay. And finish editing by the end of 2015. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other goals? Uh, probably. Um, <laughs> I think you should know that that's a leading question. <laughs> yes. Uh, call my mom more often. <laughs> I think that's a New Year's resolution. Uh, 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 so I'll tell you what they were. They were uh, finish the third edit of the second half and then send it to at least which publisher. So I actually think you did. She did? You sent it you to did. publisher, didn't you? You sent it out to I two? D- I, I did. I, I sent it to two. Yeah, there you go. Well, so, no, I sent it to two agents. Does that count? Yes. Yes, I think that counts. Does. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you don't, yeah. you're not going to send them cold to publishers. Right. You're going to send them to agents. Yes. Yeah. So. Good. There's another little thing here which I think you may not have done, mm. and it was pick a pen name. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I have not done that. So if anyone would like a pick a pen name for Kate, we're going to run a competition. Suggestions. We're not We're not male or female pen name? I can't remember. I think it was going to be like gender neutral. Oh, okay. Or okay. gender neutral, or because I think that's why J.K. Rowling is J.K. rather than yeah. Joanne. Is Joanne her first name? Yeah, so. yeah. I think it's because it's gender neutral. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yes, I'm not sure. So uh, going to do. So um, do you want to put that on your goals for 2016? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've got a whole year, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to write that down now. So uh, goals, goals for go for 2016. And Kate is pick a pen name. Do you want? Do you want to have any other goals? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I would like to finish. The, I would like to finish the the edits. The fourth edit. The fourth. I don't know. I I don't even. <laughs> we know. don't know what's happening. It's when one edit bleeds into another. I just I want to finish yeah. at least the second half of the book. The, the second before is it's like summer okay so mm-hmm. finish finish I'm going to call it book two because I'm okay. book two finish. in the yeah, in the kind easier. of yeah. part part two of a physical book uh, finish book finish. by this summer and it's on book two I'm <laughs> not a short they were story too long. person <laughs> 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 they're too short I don't know 
because I, I love the idea of your short stories actually I love yeah. the, the concepts of them are very good. good yeah. but again I, they could yeah, very yeah. easily be epic novels as well and then I, sometimes they're good yeah. in concept and then you're like you're going to write them down and you're like no it was a good oh, yeah. five minute story to tell someone yeah well yeah. okay yeah maybe I yes I'll write that down too so I'd like to finish one of them <laughs> finish a short story <laughs> finish a short Singular. story <laughs> the one that I started and I actually did quite you know it was the November it was the NaNoWriMo it thing. Nano yeah, yeah. Because I remember liking it. I remember, although I haven't read your NaNoWriMo yet. But I remember uh, liking it. It's okay. Concept. I can't yeah. remember what I wrote. So okay. I remember. It was good. Yes. Uh, okay, Kathy. I cover my notes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, I believe I probably said something like, I will finish the book in the next couple of months. Because I feel like I had that sort of optimism back in 2015. <laughs> remember you when you had hope? Uh, yeah. <laughs> remember? <laughs> I remember. Uh, Distantly. Yeah, that is. The, but I think, you know what? You finished that version of the book. I love the way you placed that. That's that you know a very I mean? nice like, way of putting that. I think, like, <laughs> version of the version, when you think about it, like, everything we do gets re edited. Well, you know, once you go and engage with like profession, the professional world, it yeah. comes back for edits. It doesn't matter how yeah. polished. And I think that's really what you did. You finished the book in the sense of what you were doing by yourself yeah. and took it to the next point. Yeah, yeah I did. Because then did afterwards that. I did the destruction edit, which was edit mm-hmm. three, which mm-hmm. I basically ripped the heart out of it mm-hmm. and threw away all the bits we didn't need. And then now I'm doing edit four, which is the rebuilder. I got it at the $6 million dollar. <laughs> we, we can, can rebuild, rebuild it. it. We have the words. <laughs> <laughs> Because it better make me six million dollars. <laughs> uh, you also said that you were going to start in your second book, which you did. I also did. Do. Yes, I did. I had a, you know what? I had a really good think about that, <laughs> <laughs> and I put down like a, a number of ideas into my folder. I have like big um, brown envelopes that I shove ideas into. Um, so there's a number of ideas in there. So I did do that yeah. in, in theory. Um, but it's very much on ice now because yeah. I'm determined yes. to finish book one. Yeah. Okay. So. Because to be honest, I really thought book one would be finished like <laughs> March 2015. I think. I think. Very latest. You'll, you'll, it'll still be with us all. <laughs> yeah. Forty years time. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'd be like each, you know, I'd be like 2043. Oh yes, finish book one <laughs> <laughs> by uh, February. <laughs> so, nice. do you want to have a go for 2016? Finish book one. <laughs> Uh, but by the end of the year because I think that's and more realistic yeah and then <laughs> okay. like do you, I mean do you want to have it ready to go to agents is that kind of it was the dream but I'm not able to dream that dream anymore okay. do you know what was really yeah. depressing right somebody asked me uh, the lotto was like 12 million this yes. weekend yeah. and when someone was like oh my god what would you do at 12 million I'm like pay somebody else to write my fucking book <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would do like for ghostwriters oh absolutely <laughs> straight out I was like I'm so sick of writing this um, so and I just want to finish I just want it told yeah. so yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That, I, am going to, I am going to finish it and you, do you want to put anything else on that in your goals for 2016 Oh. Yes, and I, to be, I mean, to be honest, in an ideal world, I would love to have gone into agents this year as well. Yeah. Because, I, you know, there, I feel like what I really fear is that something will happen to me like happened to you, where the world will change and suddenly my story will be totally unmarketable. And yeah, you want to get it out before that actual the high stock happens. happens. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that could be a little embarrassing. Or else it happens and you're implicated because you've written a whole book with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because actually, I remember being on a course. Surprise, surprise. And that I was on a course. If you know what I mean. And uh, I feel like uh, I was on a course as my equivalent of when I was a bank. Um, the lecturer, the tutor, was saying that she had written a book about um, like that some some person got killed or there was some something really topical in the mm-hmm. news and her book came out 
a couple of months later. Oh, no. And what she got asked all the time was, did she use this tragedy as a... A marketing device. Yeah, yeah well, you'd, yeah. as inspiration for her book. Yeah. And you're like, seriously, you've no idea how long it takes to write a book. Yeah, that was her whole point. Yeah. She was yeah. like, th- like, she's like, this book has been in print for at least a year, getting ready for a yeah. release date. She was like, you have no idea how long it takes, but yeah. something like that can happen right forward. So what I really do want is, because I feel like it's a story that will go stale, get old and age. Yeah. So it needs to get out and, yeah, it needs to happen soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you guess? So, can I guess what I wrote down earlier? Probably have forgotten what I wrote down earlier. Um, so, uh, what my had written was that I was going to submit to the comedy competition, and then Good. and then yeah, and then use the comments for that to resubmit. And I thought I'd resubmit to another competition, but instead I resubmitted to. Yeah. And I actually followed the time yeah. frame that I thought I would. Well, so you know, yeah, um, so yeah, yeah, I think. I think it was a successful 2015 I think like I think so I think the point of the goals is not necessarily that we you know achieved fame and fortune by the end of it but that we actually did it you know we did the work it's more of a keep going yeah that it doesn't fizzle out and evaporate we Mm -hmm. did we did and we and also we started a podcast in 2015 but uh you know I mean it and it's shaped our effectively shaped our writers club that we feel very accountable now you know (laughs) so um I think, yeah, it's keeping me writing, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah. Because we can't talk about writing if you don't write. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, for 2016, I'm taking a different tack. I'm actually going to have an easy year this year. So I'm not setting myself hard goals. Mm -hmm. I want to explore some stories. That's my, um, I just know it's going to, the year is going to be tough for me in other ways. And so I'd really like to just enjoy writing, and because again, I'm I when you even you are done with a project, it's there's always a what am I going to write about next? And obviously, I have, when I started in NaNoWriMo, yeah, and I want to see if that's something, and I want to just so I just want to do some exploratory writing without mm-hmm. kind of saying I'm going to go for this deadline or this deadline or this mm-hmm. deadline, mm-hmm. and then I feel like what comes out of this year of exploratory writing can then be shaped into an actual project for mm-hmm. like 2017. So, mm-hmm. you know. And so are you going to write, are you just going to sit down at a blank page and see where it takes you? Or are you going to like write a short story, write a novel, I think write a poem, I'd like to a... follow up on the story that I started writing in NaNoWriMo, which is about 25,000 words. Right. And I like that. I put it on yeah. ice because I went mm-hmm. back to, mm-hmm. to do the edit. And I'd like to see if that's something. Like, okay. if that's a novel. Yeah. I'd mm-hmm. like to see if it is. I'd like to see if it has legs. Yeah. Or if it really is faltering now at where I've got it to, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to do something that could become another screenplay, because I would okay. like to sort of yeah. actually build a portfolio in that. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I still haven't fixated on the idea. I have a couple, and I write down... I have a little yeah. word document. I write in some Dropbox, so I can look at it on my phone mm-hmm. or whatever. Um and I, you know, would add some things to that every so often. And I think I need a little arc, a, a line mm-hmm. that's an arc mm-hmm. will be okay. the thing that hooks me in. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the NaNoWriMo, like, just going for it. And I wrote a story that I found very interesting, but mm-hmm. not something I expected to write. So I think a little bit of free writing will be part yeah. of this, where yeah. I kind of go, see where this yeah. takes me, see what it is. And I think with screenplays being reasonably short and kind of you need one core idea. Mm-hmm. That is something that came out of free writing. The only reason I'm not taking the NaNoWriMo story is to a screenplay is that it's absolutely unsuited to a screenplay. Because <laughs> yeah, it's first yeah. person 
no. single character, yeah. like, yeah. you know. So it's just not, that's not ever going to be a screenplay. Yeah. And when it's an amazing, famous novel and someone tries to adapt it, I'll say, they're crazy! It's yeah. not suitable! <laughs> I refuse <laughs> to sell it. I refuse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, so So that's what I want for, okay. for this year. But I, I really want to keep writing. I find it, I... I I really well it's, this particularly the first part it can be very enjoyable yeah know? I was going to say that it's so nice to go back and remind yourself why you enjoy writing yeah. because mm-hmm. I think when you get to well certainly when you get to my stage with the editing like oh, oh, it's God. another job yeah, like it is, it is yeah. absolute like I feel like I have to schedule it in the way I schedule an exercise mm. and I just mm-hmm. you know I, I, I like roll my eyes and like tidy my room and do all the things that teenagers <laughs> do before they have to like procrastinate <laughs> for their yeah. study and that's the way I feel about it yeah. and I think it would be so nice to go back to the freewheeling just yeah. you know yeah. ha 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 laughing to yourself like a yeah. crazy There's person no yeah, yeah you know just, yeah. Yeah. and, and I mean like the reality happens. is I'm not dependent on this for an income because obviously no. I would starve me destitute if I was yeah. but you know that I, I have another career and that's yeah. you know a core part of my life and I yeah. really just like there was I think it was Graham Lennon said recently like you you really have to when you write in that first draft you should be laughing you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and I always find that when I'm writing I think I'm hilarious yeah. now obviously <laughs> when we're editing it it's dreadful drops <laughs> but like you know when I'm writing it the first time I'm like oh, just this is so, so funny yeah and it's a, you're having yeah. a really good time and you yeah. know and I just want to have a bit of that and I need I need a bit of that because I need to generate ideas and I think that yeah, begets yeah. more ideas you know and um and so I think like in reality like in one way I could be like I'm consulting I'm going to write a screenplay this year <sighs> But I think that if I do, it'll be this staged kind of stale. And do you know what? I think you'll you know? end up just throwing it out anyway. Yeah. And so I think, like, no, I had a lot of fun in NaNoWriMo. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to kind of do that for this year. And I think the fact that we're podcasting, which I will be talking about writing, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. just not do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I will kind of like see what I can produce, but. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to put a structure on it. But the idea is that by the end of the year, mm-hmm. I want to have some ideas that could become yeah, sure. projects, you yeah. know, and then yeah, I can yeah. take a project. I think it's a great team. idea. Yeah, cool. You know, so I'm sure. It has my seal of approval. Okay, so um, that that aside, the, the the proceedings of the year we have, like, started up in 2016, so we can we can, <laughs> we can move into actual topics of discussion. <laughs> and look, Heather, you had a topic. Yes, I do. Okay, so I want to talk about After Hours. So After Hours is um, a little show, one season of a show that I found on Sky and that was made last year, I think, if not last year, the year before, I think it was was 2014, 2015, that sort of time. And I loved it. Really great, really funny. Um, What it's about is um, a pirate radio station that's on a boat and there's two kind of like college dropout sort of aged kids that are doing it. And um, they advertise for kind of an intern, someone to help them with the tech stuff. Mm-hmm. This 18-year-old just finishes A-levels, applies, and kind of joins in with them, right? So it's great, and I really liked it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. What I thought was interesting, however, was the music that they were listening to. So it's all the Cure and the Smiths and all that sort okay. of music, which I was like, I don't really buy that teenagers these days are listening to that music. Um, plus the whole pirate radio station it was like now an online radio station so I was like why do they need to live on a boat they didn't really because it's not a reason. <laughs> so then they, they kind of filled it in to say that she inherited the boat from her grandfather or something like that um, but like you know there was no like nobody uses mobile phones no like the idea that they couldn't even set up a radio station by themselves even though they're like 
college going age. I just yeah. was like, like we point. even managed to have a podcast. Yeah, do you know, yeah. <laughs> it's just so incredibly simple nowadays that yeah. like, you know, I was like, even if you had it anyway like I could understand how a 40 year old would struggle because you know I'm not, not disrespecting 40 year olds but I'm we're, saying we're very close to that <laughs> yes. so I don't mean that's that no way. longer an older person I know, term. I know but I well 50 year olds 60 year olds whatever I, of the older generation who are not that tech savvy I could understand how that would be a daunting proposal to set up your own radio station but to, to I feel like to younger generations that it is not mm. that daunting mm-hmm. a proposal so I don't think you necessarily would need to hire in a tech assistant to help you do that um, to send your email. So you noticed. <laughs> yeah. So just what I just felt was that I was like, I loved it and I got to the end of it, but I was like, I feel like it was either written 20 years ago mm-hmm. or it was written by somebody who is in their early to late 40s who didn't bother updating the cultural references. And, you know, it's, it's possibly the last... Um, episode where like somebody gets out the mobile phone and they're like it's a mad rush blah 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 they're looking for her everywhere and they keep ringing her and leaving voicemails I was like I can't like when was the last time you left a voicemail I was like text her do you know what I mean whatsapp her go on to her Facebook page do you know what I mean I was like why are you leaving voicemails so um, so yeah so I was like I couldn't decide which one it was whether it was just older person kind of harking back to their younger days or whether it was just an old script sitting in a drawer that somebody pulled out and was like let's use this and didn't bother updating it um but what it made me think about was the cultural references in my own writing um because I feel like they're going to really age fast and because my writing is kind of modern and you know of its time um when I reference music and Mm -hmm. tv shows Mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff something that's relevant this year is kind of a bit shady next year oh yeah yeah, i remember that that sort of thing yeah two years time they're Mm -hmm. like oh yeah do you remember that who was that again four or five years they're like no idea who you're talking about is that your mate no idea who you're talking about so i was like so anyway i want to talk about using cultural references in your writing and, and what do you do do you do them do you not yeah that's a good question. I have a question for you, really, because okay. I know when you were originally writing this novel, it was in the 1960s. Yeah. And then you changed, you know, you changed that. Yeah. And did you find that then you really had to shift those cultural references or had you just not? I know you had some. I remember some. I had some of the 60s stuff, but actually the reason I shifted was because I was struggling so much with the 60s. I was Mm -hmm. like, I know nothing about the 60s at all. I wasn't there. I don't know about it. And I was like, I've watched it on telly and I've heard my grandparents tell me about what it was like, Mm -hmm. but I have no personal experience of it. So what I felt was that when I wrote something, it was very 2D. And if somebody probed me for more Mm -hmm. details, I Mm -hmm. couldn't provide them because I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. So I moved it bang up to modern time so that I could be kind of, I could probe and I could give that detail, I could give that depth to the experience and to the characters. Great. But that means I brought it up to modern times, which was 2014. Mm -hmm. And then I edited all 2015. And now I'm editing all 2016. Mm. So it probably won't go out until 2017. And suddenly you're three years away from sure. those jokes that you made. Yeah. And it's all starting to get a bit old. Yeah. So, you know, obviously I can go through at the end of 2016 and update some of the jokes. You know, change yeah. the, the yeah. heartthrob or change the, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. reality TV will come and go. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But like, I just, you know, I was like, I, I, you know, you see some things and they're talking about, like, the, like I was watching an 80s movie and they were talking about pagers and stuff. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, 
pagers. What's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. But then it's period you know? I think, yeah. like... Oh, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with the pagers in, in, in a movie that is genuinely... We should burn everything before 1919. <laughs> yeah. In a movie that was made in the 80s. The there is absolutely nothing early. wrong with those big brick movies. Like, they were... Because they were of the time. They were yeah. relevant. We were, we're like, so what I don't want it to be is distracting. Do you know mm. what I mean? So for me, it was distracting that they kept ringing her voicemail. I was like, yeah. stop ringing her voicemail. What are you, my granny? Stop <laughs> ringing her voicemail. Do you know? Yeah. So I was, it wasn't her landline. Oh, seriously. I was like, only that she lived on a boat. She didn't have a landline. Yeah. I was like, you're driving me crazy. Um, I love they just go my... to the boat. Yeah. They did. Oh, they went to the boat. Oh, yeah, right, they okay. fi- I was like, when was the last time you physically went to your friend's house when you couldn't get them on the phone? Yeah. When was the last time you... I've never, never. never. That's just rude. It's so rude. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, no. You know, I think it's okay. Like, whatever era, like you were saying, you know, you update the jokes to mm-hmm. as close as possible yeah. like, when the release date is. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, the turnover will probably be quick anyway. But, um... I don't know. Just love going back there sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Like Miami Vice, and you know, you they get out the cordless phones, and they're yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. huge. You're like, yes. Or they're using the great. car phones, and it's like yeah. practically a dial. Just crank it. But I think actually, probably though, it's one thing that something is twenty, thirty years ago. Yeah. I think it's the recent past, like the oh, last yes. five years, where it's like changed. fashion. You yes. know, yes. like yeah. you have, yes. I, yeah. you know, you have the top that was really in fashion last year. You can wear it when it's totally out of fashion, but you can't wear it this year no. when it's just outdated yeah. from mm-hmm, last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. That but was like uh, my sister lost a lot of weight and got back into clothes she used to wear five years ago. Yeah. We were like, get back in your house and change. What are you wearing? <laughs> oh, you wow. What have you dressed as? <laughs> 1999? What is that? And, you know, and she was like, and, you know, she was back into her skinny jeans, she was into her skinny top. She was like, I am wearing them. I'm like, oh God, you look like a Spice Girl. What are you wearing? <laughs> hilarious you know yeah. so it's the same idea that yeah. like you know if it's too if it's just a little bit too far away it's like cringe city you're like yeah. oh. Whereas, it's, and it's, I struggle with that with the description that they're asking me for more description but mm-hmm. if I describe what's going on now it'll age do you know what mm-hmm. I mean whereas if you don't describe it it can't age it's not there yeah <laughs> well you can describe it in a way yeah. that's still kind of modern but you know but not yeah in too detail like you're not going to mention like but like if you mention a brand and then like, yeah. like, do you know like Louis Vuitton? It was so like, do you remember yeah. that white bag with all the colourful oh things? Yeah. So if somebody who's yeah. carrying that around now, especially if you're carrying around a knockoff and not an original, <laughs> do you know, it's yeah. so like, oh my God, it's so dated. Whereas, yeah. you know, so if you describe something that is so now, yeah. I just... Mm. But do you... Do you need to? Yeah, do you need to? But like this is, well, this is the oh, whole this point. Oh, the sad colour and... So, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, that... I'm reading a book about the Upper East Side right. and so she's talking about like um, she's dropping designer names which I recognise when I read them but can't repeat because I don't know them <laughs> <laughs> but like so she's describing like you know quilted jumpers and blah 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 and like I, as soon as she describes them they flash into my yeah. head because I remember seeing them in all the magazines yeah. but so I, so that does definitely put her story yeah. at a particular like it even puts it in a season yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. of a year so Again, I, I'm not that distracted by it because I'm really not reading mm. for the fashion. I'm reading it for other yeah. reasons. But, mm. you know, it does age yeah. the book. And, and I guess, you know, that's okay. I, you know, I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think yeah. of contemporary examples. And I was thinking Ross and Carl Kelly. Yeah. Because the reason why I think of that so clearly is those early books were written. There's a, there's a book where he's at UCD yeah. and I was at UCD at mm-hmm, the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, 
it's like a freaking documentary. Yes. I mean, I know it's fiction and yeah. it's comedy, but like when he describes the girls with this these kind of body warmer jackets yes. Yes. with no sleeves, marble lights and yes. a bottle of sparkling water yeah. for their lunch. Yeah. That is what I saw all around and I had a friend, I had a friend who used to call them universal soldiers. Yes. Um, <laughs> They were all, they all wore exactly the same clothes yeah. and the, yeah. the turned up collar yeah. on the shirt and, you know, they were orange and, orange. Yeah, yeah. Or, so, they were orange, you know, yeah. foundation. was what they were also called, blonde, orange, pink, so blonde hair, orange face, pink shirt. Yeah. Like, so when he describes those, they are so accurate that I am like, it is 1997. Yes. And we are in Belfield. Yes. Um, and I don't think it takes even though that's the well it's probably not that well, reason you see my problem is right when he got that published it mm. was probably 1998 maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. but if he got it published in 2000 or but then you're like it's referencing 1998 but is it not uh, when you read it in 2000 do you, because yeah, it, it's released as a 2000 yeah. book mm. even though he wrote it two three years yeah. ago do you know so my fear yeah, the is the longer is, I spend writing this book you're also not necessarily, you're assuming your audience is buying up to date, which like some of us aren't, like some of us are still stuck in 1997. Yeah. I'm joking about myself here. <laughs> uh, some of us are bang up to date. Some of us are so far in the future. <laughs> Kate's so far in the future. Kate is so far in the future, she hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know, like, you know, when I read those books, I'm like, they, either it's something that's foreign to me, and I'm like, oh, well, fair enough, you wear those clothes, you do those things, or if it's something I remember, then I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that year, that, that, that yeah. was the thing, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I really, I love reading those descriptions of what they're, they're wearing, Yeah, especially that, because then... I feel like it... it, it you can see them, then. It does see them. the moment, it does, yeah. yeah. And it also puts the reader into that time. It does. Yeah, I I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's that sense of... You know, the same way we're talking about sense of place, not on the podcast, but uh, offline. Sorry, podcast (laughs) listeners. We were talking about, like, sense of place, which we should talk about at some point on the podcast. Mm -hmm. There's probably also a sense of time that gives that, like... But I just feel like your, your new book, oh, fancy and new, the sense of time should be now. It's not historical fiction. It's not... It's it's now, and it, what I worry about is that it dates. Mm. But maybe time passes, Kathy, and it, it's but a, it's, but I guess you know. my it's very much different to write a book that is dated in nineteen ninety eight mm-hmm. because we're so far away from that yeah, now. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Whereas what I worry about is that jokes that I spent ages writing getting like spot on, really really funny. Nobody remembers who that reality star yeah. was yeah. or yeah well in fairness know. that could happen within two weeks like yeah. you know like that's a, a shorter time frame and I think if you're going to do that you're just going to have to go on one of those mock of the week shows and that's a different career <laughs> <laughs> well and but, actually one of the mock of the week shows brought this up for me because there was a guy on it who told a joke about 12 years a slave and I was like eek how yeah. old is that joke because that film is like yeah. what two years old then two yeah. years old and I was just like Jesus, he had that in the locker, True. you know. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that, those are shows that are talking about that week. No, no, know? no. This was a, it was the show was shown like the last year, yeah. like the last mm. couple no. of weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, and yeah. so that's really off base for them. You know? Oh, it's so off base. I was like, yeah. he was really stuck for something to say, <laughs> and he pulled out one from like the vault. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so. I never used this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just really like. Are you? 
I mean, I, I can't really think that your kind of jokes are specific to temporal cultural references, really. There's a few of them, and like, I've only recently introduced texting. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a flash of the pan fad. <laughs> It'll never take off. I was like, so now I have them texting one another mm. rather than like you know ringing each other yeah. or like you know or not figuring out how to call calling around to the house unannounced. Yeah, the sort of lark. The letters yeah. like wouldn't happen. Wouldn't yeah. happen. And some of it is like throwback from the sixties when I was writing yeah. in the sixties. Uh, but yeah, I I, yeah. I do worry about it. I worry about if I spend too long writing the book, the story will be stale. Mm-hmm. And not through my bad writing, but through time Just moving on. Time, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a, a minor concern compared to writing a good, captivating story, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that I wouldn't shy away from description on those mm-hmm. grounds because I think you gain more than you lose. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's some people, like, and I, I, it's funny enough, I'm thinking, think I'm, things I'm thinking of are slightly science fiction y, but like, Ender's Game is a good example of right. like, you read it and he's talking, I mean, like you read and he's talking, he's talking about tech, science fiction, he's talking mm-hmm. about technology. I don't know if you were in Buckley, but we read that. No. I can't remember. Um, and I, he's talking about these that kids in, in, <laughs> engaging in, uh, in technology. And you're like, what well, I'm reading and I'm thinking, well, he's talking about an iPad. Yeah, That's he's, what he's talking, talking about. about. Yeah. He's talking but about. it was written in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, right? Okay, okay. And he does the description in such a way that it doesn't date. Because whatever your understanding of the technology and the learning and the whatever you piece of thing you, you can... impose on that. Now, it's quite yeah. masterful, you know? Yeah. Um, and the other thing that's like that is like, slightly different is Cold Comfort Farm, which is very much like a period, yeah. 1930s, I think. Yeah. But it's actually, she was writing slightly slightly near futuristic. So there's um, a case now, it, she goes into a phone box and she has a video call with yeah. someone and then the, the, someone picks her up in a plane. Like a, yeah. But it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's definitely one of these really coloured by, her futuristic stuff is coloured by the time that she's living yeah. in. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm looking at thinking, God, it's it's like Skype in a phone box yeah. that she's doing, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and uh, you know, and it's really interesting, and it's just it's almost an aside. It's not even important to the story. No, yeah. um, but it's uh, and it and, and it does date it slightly in the sense that you're like, oh, she was writing futuristic stuff. There's not pure period, mm-hmm. which I thought it was when right, I was reading I it, so too, but. but- yeah. I think it doesn't take away from it, you know. It, if anything, like, and and some of the stuff I was almost, I was very surprised was in the period. Like, mm-hmm. there is like a very casual implication about uh, contraceptives, mm-hmm. which I didn't think were widely widely available. Yeah. and you know, she's, you know, throws it out there, and you're like, oh, you know. So, yeah. I think there's perceptions of time, and and there's things that you can do that are like, okay, you know, it's dating it at a certain time. Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't detract from the story. Yeah. And I think a Mm. sense of time is as important as a sense of place, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, in in that grounding thing. And then some people play with time, like when you don't know. Like there's very few novels I've read when I don't know when it is, but I read half of (laughs) this one a Nobel Prize, and it's like every Nobel Prize novel. It's hard to get... Oh, Jesus. Haldor Laxness is Independent People, and it's um, the only... Icelandic, he's an Icelandic author, and like I literally had no idea when the book was set until I came across a reference, and it's a huge book, and I got halfway yeah. through. I came across a reference to, I think it was James Joyce, 
Oh, and I was like, it could have been set in the Middle Ages. <laughs> <laughs> they were farming. They had okay. technology. They lived in a fucking sod hut. <laughs> you know, like it's that it's, could be today. Yeah, that could be yeah it was. And yeah. it, it, I mean, it was very specific to Iceland. And I was like, this could be twelfth century, nineteenth yeah. century, and it turned mm. out it was early twentieth century. Mm. You know, okay. um, and uh, you know, I think that's probably the one that sticks out in my mind where I was like reading it, going, I have no idea when this. But is. then you see, I think that's distracting, it, and it was distracting. Yeah, and I think that's what when I watched After Hours, it was distracting to it, me mm. that hip young kids were listening to the Smiths. And it might yeah. have been better if that was just a period set in like had pirate they, radio, yes. 1995 or something. It 90s, you know? And actually they, in it, they talk about, you know, the Love Boat. Do you remember that, um, that show, movie that was made? Oh no, not sorry, the, not Love Boat. The, the Boat, boat That Rocked. rocked. Yeah. Yes, the that, boat, that's exactly yeah. the, the picture that I had in my mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, they, they reference that movie and they're like, don't talk about it, it's nothing like that. You know, so... Yeah. So they know what happened. So I'm like, so make yours like that one was set in the 70s yeah. make yours set in the 90s yeah put yeah. it in the 90s because yeah. that's where you're writing about right. it so maybe that was my problem yeah. that, they, mm-hmm. that they didn't decide what time they it, were in yeah. yeah maybe that was it that's why I found it distracting because yeah. they had two and times it, it may be a thing that they had the original script was set in the 90s and oh, someone yeah. went the 90s it'll never sell modernise it and they were like let's just add 2015 <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Change oh, and nothing. That's exactly, I think, to be honest, I can't decide whether it was written by somebody in the 45, you know, yeah. area, or whether it was written 10 years ago and they just pulled it out. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, we should move on. Yeah. So, I mean, the other thing that I had to throw on our agenda today was talk about um, George R. Martin over, over the Crimbo admitted... That he did not he make did his not deadline. Make his deadline <laughs> yeah. I felt like he said he didn't do his homework. <laughs> <laughs> I was out partying and I didn't do my homework. So yeah. we will not have the winds of winter this year. We will not. Um, winter so, is not coming. No. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Anytime soon. <laughs> I'm just. I don't know, Kathy. Do you have you read those? No. Books? Oh, I, I know. No. I know, Kate. You read them. How did you? How did you feel about? Uh, I, I was. You, we kind of I, I was, knew it was empathetic. Coming. <laughs> I yeah, we kind of knew it was coming. Just have some empathy for him too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like obviously, it's... when I I have my reader hat on, I'm like George, stop doing talk shows, St- you know, stop like going outside, basically, mm-hmm. sit down and write it. Yeah. Um, stop <laughs> spending your millions. Yeah. <laughs> stop having your like your fifteen minutes of fame. Like, and <laughs> it's time to knuckle down. <laughs> but then I think. He has been writing this story since like 1991. Mm. And if I was him, I'd be like, Yeah. Everyone dies. I'm not writing the ending. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> to be honest, I can't believe he's even committing to deadlines because I would be like, smell y'all later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gone. I would be doing like, what's his name? James Patterson, is that his name? Who has like underlings write the books? He writes like the first line yeah. in really? each and then oh, they all write them yeah. for him. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's James Patterson or one of the other yeah. ones. But I know it's one of them. <laughs> in place we're in libel territory. Oh yeah, well, no, no, Some, it's, a, it's a well-known yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of the writers. I can't remember. It's one of the writers and basically what he does is he has a team of writers and he writes the outline yeah. and, oh, they and they write the, write the book yeah. the, 
Flesh. Yes, it's, yes, it's exactly. how actually American TV shows are made. Oh, it is yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing wrong. I'm not suggesting there's anything yeah. wrong with it, but like, I definitely know if my book made me millions, yeah. I would stop writing <laughs> and I would start partying like hard, <laughs> hard. Like I put down my pen, I took a heroin. Yeah, <laughs> like seriously, like you, you people wouldn't recognize me, honestly, because oh, you wouldn't God. know me. I'd be gone. <laughs> I would deny all knowledge. Podcast, I don't remember. Um, so yeah. Change my name. Yeah. Um, I would arrive in with my furs and you wouldn't have to hear me talking over like my medallions of gold clanking. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I am impressed that he is even talking about writing. Yeah. I feel like, mm. you know, I, I just feel like it just, the, the I, I love the optimism. <laughs> yeah. And he, ha- I think he had to have submitted it by Halloween. Right, just yeah. for it to um, meet the to production to be on shelves in March, yeah. or I think before the latest series or the next series mm-hmm. would come out, and the TV show will overtake the books now. Um, he also has said he's been changing the story. So, well, yeah, I, it, yeah, and be, you know what? I understand that because yeah. it's such a hard world to be in because it's so. And I, but um, I think, like, how do you know what you... Like, he, until you've written it, how do you know what it is? Like, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. I know you're a planner, Kate. Yes, but, I, but, I, I, I know exactly what's happening mm. at the end of my book before I write it. But it's such a... I don't know. It's a dark world. And mm. you're kind of, I like, in that world for, for hours and hours yeah. each day. And so maybe you just need a, a break. Yeah, or maybe he discovered he had millions and he had nothing more to put to bed. Or <laughs> just like, I know I said I'd write seven, but actually, the end. The end. Actually, well, do you know what I thought was really good? Because obviously there are the TV show going on and he has given like an outline of where yeah, he thought the yeah. books were going to go and he's handed that over to the TV show yeah, so right. the TV show can continue. And I feel like that just takes a lot of the pressure off him mm. and away from mm. him. So he can write these books and really do as he pleases yeah they'll yeah, diverge totally from yeah the TV right. show, because he has point. well he has now made his millions so what are they going to yeah. do soon <laughs> and, and to be honest like it already has diverged they have diverged in certain key points from yeah. Yeah. from the books as yeah. well yeah. so I think but I do think missing this deadline was significant because oh, it is significant that the TV show will now now TV watchers will could spoil it for readers yes instead mm. of like you know vice versa the vi- yeah, yeah. Vice versa. instead of us all walking around not telling people about the red wedding but do you know what yeah, I, mean, I, I think it will be because um, often I have watched a movie liked the movie so much that I've gone back and read the book and I have liked the book because usually the book is so much better than the movie yeah. 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 and usually there's like way more detail in oh no it. these books are are going to be far superior. Oh, they're to far, the, they far, are, they far, already far, are far, far superior. superior. Yeah, so I think even if you see the the TV show, it'll be like getting the outline of the book. I think though that one thing that would be very annoying, and, and it's so some other I listened to a podcast called Cast of Thrones, which is very funny, <laughs> and one of them said on it the thing that would annoy him most was if the ending is the same but the route to it was different mm-hmm. because then oh, the ending really... is actually spoiled for you and, and, and I don't really I mean, like I said well, I'm not it depends whether you know on the route whether you're going to get to the same ending but that's what I'm saying you so know. Like, but like if you're on the way and you don't realise the ending is going to be the no, same no but you, you know if it's coming up to it and it was, would be like a shock ending from a certain and you know it's going to be a shock ending it has to be because he has form like um, you, you know, I think you'd be like, oh. If he has form for shock endings, then it is not going to be the same ending. Because that would be the shock. I don't know. We'll see. 
we'll see. You know what I mean? We'll see. I, I mean, I have empathy for him in the sense of like, I, and I, I think actually with people who get really pissy at writers for not finishing stuff should go and check try themselves. To, they should, you know? they should. Yeah. to be honest, and I go am already, try to write a novel yourself. Yeah, yeah. I am already that getting is. red carpet ready. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> when my book sells, which it will, millions, yeah. and then somebody, hopefully me, makes a screenplay out of it, um, again, mm. which I'll sell for millions, um, I will be attending. Starring in the main <laughs> Well, I don't feel like I'll star. I feel like, that's, I feel like that's a bit egocentric. I feel like I'll write it, direct it, star in it. I won't be directing it either. That sounds like way Have too much work. Have the signature perfume. No way. Way too much work. Way too much work. But I will definitely do the writing element of it. And then once I have done that, I will be like on every, opening up anything, I yeah. will be there cutting the ribbon, waving my hands, <laughs> lapping up the glory. Like, I just... I can't believe he's still saying I might write. I Because like, I would I not be making those commitments. I feel like your commitment to writing is so shallow. It is. I, I've decided this is my route to fame and fortune. Uh, and, and, and the red carpet. Red carpet is very important. I think actually, funny in light of a discussion we had last week, talking about Harper Lee. So, uh, oh, yeah. where you refused to believe that she would stop writing. It's what it is, because I, like, I do think it's strange that she, after writing that book, that she yeah. never wrote again. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I could understand mm. why she would be like that. Nearly killed me. Yeah, mm. and I am not doing I it feel, again. I feel like you're 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 going for that model though. Well, not not the hermit model, but the, no, I'm hermit. mining the one book. It's going to be a hit. It's going to make all the money. Yeah, and I'm going to take all the drugs. But I think <laughs> all the drugs. Yeah, absolutely. Sugar. <laughs> Penicillin, oh, all know, the drugs. We know the truth, Kathy. It's going to be 16 litres of milk. You're going to be mainlining milk, yum, yum, yum. Okay, yeah, you're bad. like, you can keep your acid. I've got, I've got a three litre bottle over here. I've got full fat, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but what I thought about Harper Lee was, I think even if I was doing all that, I think I might be writing for fun. Mm. But mm. I think the idea... George, poor George, is going through that horrible editing, editing stage. Yeah, I is, think yeah. I will be like, yeah. kill me. I, I couldn't be arse lads. I already have my millions. Yeah. Forget it. I know. I mean, like, since 1991. Yeah. Mm, I like, mean, like, how tired are we of what we've been writing? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, 1991. Yeah. 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 I was still in primary school when he started that series of books. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not young. No. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah, no. So, I, so I, I, the Harper Lee side, I can't believe she never wrote anything again. I can well believe she never published anything mm. again that she never brought it to completion yeah. I well believe that yeah. because I think I would start I think I would have that compulsion to write mm-hmm. anyway but I'd probably be writing for fun I'd never get past 25,000 words and yeah. you know yeah, 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 yeah. George Martin they'd all be hilarious absolutely <laughs> brilliant yeah George Martin I totally sympathise with him because if I had millions I would not be doing the editing process <laughs> I would so I'm totally. fair to say, like he, he is and he went yeah. back and it's He's, that edit of the story that's caused him to say, actually, it's changed. I, mean, I did have a draft. I did think I was going to he make it. He wants it to be a quality. Yeah. Which is so admirable. Yeah. I just wouldn't care anymore. <laughs> I know. Those, my disgusting public will lap up any old draft. <laughs> any old draft, yeah. Yes. I would totally be Stephen King again. I'd be like, here's my shopping list. Buy a bitch. <laughs> Find out what's the end. Is it toilet roll? <laughs> I'm going to be horrible. If I'm ever famous, I will be horrible. I have to be put down. Okay, so um, now we know uh, it's a double-edged sword. We'll either be these people who are struggling to write everything for the rest of time or 
awful people. Awful people. Awful people. People on the Z list, celebrity list. You're looking yeah, down everything. at everything. <laughs> and, and then we run out of money. Celebrity Big Brother. It's going to happen. Oh, no. I don't think I'll be interesting enough to go to Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like I'm going back to bed, lads. No, you take all the drugs. You I take all the drugs. I'm not sure my life is going there. See, yeah. You can just see the fight over the milk. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> drank all the milk. Oh, <laughs> What do you mean there's no more milk? <laughs> Anyway, okay, so on the bombshell that Kathy has a milk problem. (laughs) (laughs) And she does. (laughs) Well should we should end today's podcast. So um thanks for listening. We will be back soon. Um if you're dying for more we, you can listen to our back episodes. Some of them are a bit ropey. Um, <laughs> oh, yay. I got like that is I think I think they improved this dramatically when we got into the same room together. Yeah, and how to work through. Now, and this podcast will be edited by me, so it will be bad. Will it be your first time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We're going to add lots of um, special sound effects. Oh, I like <laughs> <it>. Yes, <laughs> that, that cranky thing, the cranking. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you can um, go to our website. Uh, irishwriterspodcast.com you can find us on Facebook you can follow us on Twitter irishwriterspod you can email us at irishwriterspodcast at gmail.com yeah and you can tune in next week yes for more thank you same bad time same bad channel bye guys bye